plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. It's a party. Today's a big party. Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to your informational playground. This is live. It's Star Style Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. I am Cynthia Bryan. And this program is brought to you by Be the Star You Are charity, uh, where we strive to seed, stimulate, support space for positive, meaningful conversations. So today I'm really excited because coming up in segment two, we have Dallas Woodburn. She's an author, writing coach, a book doula. She's got a brand new novel that I was just crazy about, The Best Week That Never Happened, set in Hawaii. So she'll be coming up at about uh, 4.15 Pacific. And then, of course, it's Wine Wednesdays. It's also Earth Day. And HB, Heather Brittany, we're going to celebrate with bubbly. As Heather says, it's the bubbles to ease the troubles. So what a fun day we're going to have. You can't go wrong with bubbles. And we're going to talk about right now a little bit what keeps you motivated. It is challenging times. And do you have some strategic things that keep you going, you know, when you want to quit? So I have a few tips for you. And I also um, wanted to announce that Star Style and Be the Star You Are collaborating with the Authors Guild to bring you authors who have just published new books and have had all their appearances and book tours canceled because of COVID-19. So every week here on Star Style on Wednesdays, uh, 4 to 5 p.m., as well as on Express Yourself, uh, which will be airing on Sundays at 3 p.m., you're going to hear about great novels, both um uh, and also fiction and nonfiction books for your entertainment, your enjoyment, and your information. And online purchases of the books will be available from your favorite online retailers or at authors' websites. So, kind of exciting. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. And please make sure to continue to make even small donations, a dollar, anything helps. Because unfortunately, the charity doesn't qualify for any of the relief packages and uh, donations have dried up. And we want to keep this radio show on the air for you so we can bring you the authors, the artists, the actors, you know, all the important people, pioneers on the planet, as I like to say. So the miracle moment from Be The Star You Are, go to bethestarur.org. That's bethestarur.org. Or btsya dot org will also get you there, and this is from one of our my favorite authors, philosophers, great guy Wayne Dyer, who has been on this show several times, although now he has passed into the great beyond. It is motivation is what happens when you take hold of an idea. Inspiration is what happens when ideas take hold of you. So, with that, what motivates you? 
Well, you know, sometimes it's really tough to get going. And sometimes it's the pain that makes uh, is is what makes um, people change. You know, I mean, when we go through tragedy or sad times, maybe you get bad grades and then you realize you have to study or you have a big debt. And then you gosh, you look and you think, oh, I got to look at my income and figure out what's going on. Or maybe being humiliated might give you that push to speak up and fight for yourself or or to finally, you know, eliminate the bullies in your life. So. Sometimes there are sad things that happen to us, and that might be the motivation to get going. I mean, I know for me, having my dad die and having my sister die and, you know, having having death in the family inspired me to write books. Um, and so sometimes that's what we need to get going. Maybe right now with what we're going through in this pandemic and this COVID-19, maybe you'll be inspired to do something. So Let's try some of these tips for motivation, and hopefully you can achieve your dreams, right? So avoid any negative people, negative things, negative places, because it's going to drag you down. Eleanor Roosevelt said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. So as I always say, let's dream big. And then, you know, believe in yourself and all the possibilities. This is one of one of my tenets of success, uh, because that's the only way to get to your dreams. Think about all the different angles and aspects of everything you encounter, whether it's good or bad, because motivation comes from strength of purpose. So being able to see your all the different points of view are going to give you a better chance at success. And then, you know, as Winston Churchill said, never, never, never give up. (laughs) In other words, we can't give up on anything. We have to really just keep going. So because every successful person uh, has had um, drawbacks. It doesn't matter if you were Walt Disney or Sylvester Stallone or Thomas Edison. Everybody has had many failures before they succeed. So the key is when you fall down, get back up. Also, it's so important to do what you love and then love what you do. In other words, have fun, enjoy yourself. Motivation does take place when you are joyful and when you are happy. Also, you have to enjoy your family and your friends. Let your family and friends motivate you. The the big football teams have cheerleaders and fans. I always say, You have to have a cheerleader on your side. It can be one person. It can be a few people, but you need somebody that is going to keep you on track. And then, uh, you know, don't give up on what it is that you are dreaming about. Times might look like they're dire, but your dreams are still out there. So like right now with what we're going through, I know a lot of people are getting restless. We're at, you know, five, six weeks of of um, being shut down. So, but just we got to push through this moment and then know that your dream is right around the corner. And also, always when people are putting you down, remember that it could be their problems that are doing that. Don't get involved in their dramas. You know, surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you, support you, but keep you again as a cheerleader on track, uh, truthful. You want to be truthful. Have lots of joy and gratitude in your life. I always encourage my clients to keep a gratitude journal. 
or a how great I am journal. And that way, when the going gets tough, the tough will get going. <laughs> and that's a, that is what pushes you forward. You know, sometimes we need that extra push. And do you want to follow a leader or are you going to be the sheep? So love yourself because that's it's not always easy to believe in yourself and all those possibilities. But it's the only way that you're going to make your make anything happen because nobody's going to get on your bandwagon until you have a, a wagon and the wheels are rolling. So that means you have to go into action. You know, you get the skills you need, um, but then you go into action. And then that's how you can achieve your dreams. Remember that practice does make perfect. The more you practice, the better you become. Uh, it's so interesting to me because I'm listening. Uh, we have a neighbor whose uh, son loves to play basketball. And of course, now he can't because he has to be home. But he is literally practicing from morning to night. And you hear that ball bouncing. And you know that he's a really good player because he practiced, practiced, practiced. So that is the key to all success. It's those three Ps, you know, practice, practice, practice. And then more Ps, perseverance, perseverance, perseverance. Because quitters never win and winners never quit. So which of those do you want to be? And another thing that's really important to motivate you is to do it now. You know, you don't want to procrastinate. We've done shows on procrastination, you know, and procrastination is, they say, is a delay of gratification. So don't delay your gratification. There is no tomorrow. Do it today if you can today, because that means you are taking control of your life. It takes discipline and self-control, and that equals motivation. Be Visualize your dreams. Visualize where you want to go. Make post-it notes. Put it on your computer, on your mirror, on your car, wherever it is that you're going to see it any, every day. I was listening to an interview with Leonardo DiCaprio, and it was just fabulous because he talked about when he was a kid, and he started young, he grew up in L.A., and he started really at a young age. And what he said is how many rejections he had. And in the beginning, when he was first trying to be, you know, what everybody wanted him to be, he kept getting rejected, rejected, rejected. And then when he decided, okay, I'm going to be who I'm going to be. I'm going to just visualize it. I'm going to go for it. I want it. I want to be successful. And it was so interesting when he changed his mindset to having that burning desire happening in his belly all of a sudden he started booking things and then of course you know the rest is history we know that so remember to be the star you are no one has ever walked in your shoes no one is exactly like you you are unique you are somebody special and you have something that nobody else has so value that and then zero in on your dreams and go for it and that's your motivation. And you will be doing absolutely great. Uh, today, uh, it just landed at least where we are. I think it's in the six northern counties in California that you have to wear a mask and gloves when you are out in public. And you don't have to wear them in your car. But if you go for a walk or a hike or you walk your dog, you have to wear it. Otherwise, you will get 
ticketed. So uh, just remember that uh, you have to wear a mask. And they really do feel that masks are going to help uh, curve this uh, COVID-19 because it will keep the virus away from, from somebody else. And maybe it'll protect you as well. But since none of us know, unless we've been tested, if we have it, we don't have any uh, clue. So we're going to go to break. When we come back, the amazing Dallas Woodburn will be with us. We're going to be talking about her book, The Best Week That Never Happened. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show. Well, we are back. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and I am so excited with my next guest. You, She's been on the show before, but this is her new debut novel, The Best Week That Never Happened. I have Dallas Woodburn with me, author, writing coach, doula, phenomenal woman, and a new mom. Welcome, Dallas, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm just thrilled to uh, have you here. I read your book in one sitting. I mean, it arrived and I sat down and I'm not joking when I say this. From the moment I started it, I thought, oh, I'm just going to read a couple of pages because I only had a certain amount of time. And then I literally canceled everything just to finish the book. It's Oh, Cynthia, that is the best compliment. Thank you. so great. Well, before we go forward, you know, I feel so badly for... For you as well as for all the authors that are out there who have these brand new books coming out this week or next week. And you had this incredible book tour scheduled. It was going to be just so wonderful. And um, everything has to be canceled, except you are doing something which I want you to tell everybody about right up front. You're going to be doing an online kind of book tour. So why don't we 
start with that and then we'll get into the book so people can find out how fun it is. Oh, yes. Thank you for bringing for bringing that up. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I keep coming back to gratitude, which you and I have talked about quite a lot. And actually, my piece for um, Be the Star You Are book I wrote was The Gift of Gratitude. Um, and I have been thinking a lot about how I had this great book tour planned. I was so excited. Um, but one neat thing about technology today and being able to have these virtual events is that anyone from all over can attend. And so I have friends from college and people who live far away who weren't going to be able to attend my in-person events at bookstores, but now doing it virtually. So everybody can be there. Yes. Um, Tell people how they can be at your book tour because I really, I'm, I, I have not written a review yet, but I'm going to, this book, The Best Week That Never Happened, it's going to grab you. And uh, I mean, of course, you've got these great reviews from Kirkus already. I mean, that's like amazing. But um, it was it was such a good book. So tell people how they're going to be able to tune in to your book tour, your virtual book tour. Thank you to technology. And you're right about gratitude. Yes. Yeah. So I'm having a virtual book launch this Sunday on April 26th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. And it's going to be streaming live. You can find it on Facebook or it's also going to be on YouTube. If you search up my name, Dallas Woodburn on YouTube, it'll take you there to where it's going to be streaming. And it will also be there um, as a video, you can watch if you can't make it live, but it's going to be really fun. I'm going to be talking about the book, a little bit of behind the scenes information, um, giving out some fun prizes and talking with a couple of my other young adult author friends who are going to give me a little interview, um, about the book and the writing process. And if, if you attend, you can type in your questions if you have questions to ask. So I think it's going to be a really fun event. Now, was it hard to pivot and to go from doing your live event to now a technology de- event? Yes, it it is different, you know, having <laughs> an, an event uh, virtual compared to live in, in bookstores. And one thing I've been thinking about, I wanted ways to make it feel special for people um, to attend, you know, something like a celebration. And so um, that's why I, I found some kind of fun prizes and there'll be some little um, like behind the scenes info about a book. Because for me, what I love going to events uh, with authors is getting to hear some of the background about the book and, you know, what it's like for them. Um, and so I'm hoping that it will feel like an intimate and special gathering, um, even though we're not together face to face. But you know what? I think it'll feel almost face to face because now that we're five or six weeks into this COVID-19, it seems that so many people are doing these Facebook chats or the Zoom or or Skype or whatever. And, you know, it feels like you're there. I mean, I think that's it's pretty cool. I, I We couldn't have done this uh, years ago, you know, even 10 years yeah. ago. Even, yeah. yeah. And as you said, you know, you've written for Be The Star You Are uh, for teens and the new one, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers. And um, 
we couldn't have done it before. So exactly. this is really right. it's a good time. It's yeah. a great time. So it's going to be great. All right. And first of all, for all of you listening, Dallas, Woodburn, Dallas, like the city and Woodburn, like Woodburn, W-O-O-D-B-U-R-N. All right. We're getting to the, to your novel. So Kirkus Reviews, they raved about it. They said this debut novel is captivating and moving, a dazzling emotional story of love, loss, and living in the moment. And I couldn't agree more. I loved that you said it in Hawaii, you know, near Kona. And I know that Hawaii is special to you, but I also... Uh, learned when you were on Express Yourself Teen Radio with our teens uh, this past week that so much of what you were writing about was because you had a very good uh, girlfriend die in a car crash. Could you tell us about how that really traumatic event influenced your writing when you were writing The Best Week That Never Happened? Yes. Yeah. It's one of those things, Cynthia, where it's so interesting how our brains work, our creativity works. Um, when I was working on the first draft of this book, I didn't even realize that I was writing my way through this grief that I was feeling. So, um, one of my best friends uh, from college, we, we lived together all four years of college and she was just this oh. vibrant, um, light in the world. She traveled all over the world. She was just fearless. Um, and just one of these people that just, I, it was just such a shock when she was killed, um, oh. in this car accident. And she I was, just have chills. I'm so sorry. It's oh, like, thank it's you. I mean, she takes a long time to get over this. You don't ever get over it actually ever, ever. Yeah, and, you know, I you think, channeled it and you honored her in such a beautiful way. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I feel she was always so supportive of my writing. Actually, the last message she ever sent me was asking for me to send her a link to some of my writing because she said like she wanted um, more to read from her favorite writer. So I just oh. hope that she's proud. Um, and I, I do feel I feel her with me, especially yesterday when the book was released, I just felt her presence a lot. Um, but so I was, I was thinking about her, you know, a lot. I was, I was grieving and I actually wasn't writing for a little bit. Like I, I had a hard time. Um, I, I was kind of lost and I yeah. felt like, you know, what's the point of writing about these characters? You know, they're not real people. And my friend died and I was just really sad. Um, but then I got this idea for this book and it just would not let me go. I actually kind of think that maybe my friend sort of gave me the idea. You know uh, what? I, I'm totally there because my books have always happened after a death of somebody close to me. Really? And I think that they're actually on your shoulder. It's like an angel on your st- shoulder. So yes. yes. So I felt that so strongly when I was reading the best week that never happened. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. probably gave you the idea. I think she did. And I didn't even realize I was writing about her in the first draft, but I went back and looked at it after and I just, she's in, she's in every page. I mean, her spirit is there and Hawaii was somewhere. She actually had, she had just traveled there shortly before she passed away. And she and I had always talked about going there together someday. I have been there before too, but just, we had never gone together. Um, and so that just that place really kind of sprung up, I think out of my heart when I was writing this book. Well, and one of the things that's so beautiful about this is the love story between Tegan and Kai, where they start off as, you know, friends, they meet when they're children, and then just how that develops. 
was there something in your life that made that happen? I know that the best week that has happened for you is most likely your wedding and then having your beautiful daughter, Maya. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, that's probably it. But was it, what, did you find that, you know, family, because I know your dad's a writer as well. It was, is it the love in family that had you develop this wonderful love story? Because it's so real and it's so authentic. It's just, it, it just, I don't know, when you read about it, it's like, oh my gosh, I want some of that, you know? Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think love is, is something that is for me thinking about, you know, the best week, the most important things in my life, you know, it's, it's all about love and those people that we love. And I also think a big theme in my novel is about fear and being brave and trying to move past those fears that we have. And I think a lot of people, there can be so much that's scary about love. Um, and so, yeah, that's one reason I, I wanted to write about that. And, um, I'm so glad that the love story rings authentic to you. It's, um, it's very, it was very fun to write about. The character of Kai is, is based on my husband. Um, oh, just, what so a it, wonderful guy. I, mean, I know. I'm very lucky, but I just felt like I was getting to revisit our love story as yes. I was writing the book. Yes. Well, and that it really does come across. Well, you know, it's something I know for you, writing for you is a form of self-care. You, For you, it's a way to connect with yourself every day and it's nurturing. And, you know, especially now you're at home, your husband's at home, your baby's at home, but you are taking time to do this. And I know that you've, um, because you coach young people, you coach writers and you have really encouraged people to take that time every day to put a few words down because a few words end up becoming many words. Exactly. Can you just expound on that just a little bit? Yes. Yeah. You put it very, very lovely. Um, yes. I think that especially during times like this right now where so many of us are feeling isolated and disconnected and anxious that connecting with yourself in a creative way, whether that's writing or maybe it's drawing or photography or painting, but dance, I think having that creative expression is a wonderful way to connect with yourself and be your most authentic self and really let your light shine, um, for others as well. So for me, like you mentioned, I, instead of thinking about my writing time as this item on my to-do list that I put pressure on myself that I need to get done, I try to really approach it with gentleness and grace and think about it as a way of doing self-care for myself and connecting with myself and kind of escaping my worries and my stress for a little bit as I, um, as I, get into the world of my writing. So even, you know, 15 minutes a day, can I just really make me feel so much better? Mm -hmm. I, I really agree with you. Well, Dallas Woodburn is the author of The Best Week That Never Happened. And her website is dallaswoodburnauthor.com. But I wanted to say that she has on her website, dallaswoodburnauthor.com, she's developed a book club kit. 
and it's actually available for free. And I think this would be a wonderful time to pick up her book and start a book club because I will tell you at every page, you will, you just want to, I know it sounds redundant, Dallas, to say it's a page turner, but it really is. And I want to just uh, congratulate you on the ending because I was like on pins and needles. <laughs> oh, thank you, Cynthia. I'm so happy. So lovely. I don't want to give anything away because you're having your big launch on Sunday. And so that will be a time for people to really find out, to dive in, to ask Dallas some questions, whatever you want. But if you're looking for a writing coach as well, I really want to recommend Dallas Woodburn because she you can tell how wonderful she is. Dallas, I'm so happy that you came on Star Style to share just a little bit of your uh, talent. And I'm excited that you're going to have this live event on Sunday. So people, you can check it out on Facebook, on YouTube, tube, and again, just hunt for Dallas Woodburn. Do you want to just wrap this little segment up with anything you would like to say about your novel, The Best Week That Never Happened? Oh, this has just been so much fun, Cynthia. Thank you for having me on. I really hope I get to see some of you at the virtual launch on Sunday. And I guess I will just, um, people, when people ask me, okay, can you tell me what your book is about in one sentence? I like to say that it is a love story set in Hawaii with a dash of mystery and magic about living each day to the fullest. So if that resonates with you, if you want to come take a virtual vacation to Hawaii, I hope that you will check it out. And, you know, the, the words living each moment to the fullest, this is really critical because a moment is all we have. And in one moment, our lives can change. So pick up a copy of The Best Week That Never Happened and visit Dallas's uh, uh, website, dallaswoodburnauthor.com. And don't forget, on Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific, is that what you said? Yes, right? 2 p.m. Pacific. 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific. But you can find that information, too, at her website. Dallas, congratulations on just a terrific, terrific book. Um, this is going to go far. This is going to be a, a, a book club special. I'm really sure of it. It's really a, it's a wonderful thing. And, gosh, being in Hawaii. And, and I do love the fact that you really had, like, an authentic Hawaii, because I I did live for about just a month um, on the big island, and you touched on a lot of the great things that are are about that island. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad it felt real for you. It was very real. DallasWoodburnAuthor.com. Dallas, thank you for being on Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you, Cynthia. This was a blast. Oh, it was. It's always fun to have you on. So you've been listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Don't go away. It's Wine Wednesdays. Heather Brittany is coming right up. And she's going to tell us all about bubbles to ease our troubles. (laughs) Stay with me here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The star. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. 
A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show well, we are back. It's Wine Wednesday. Hooray! Our second installment. We've got HB, Heather, Brittany, and today we're celebrating Earth Day, Mother Earth, and she is bringing us bubbles to ease our troubles. Uh, yeah. Hi, Heather. Uh, hello. We're so <laughs> glad you're back. I have a quote I want to just give before we start. Yeah. Because I think it, it's so perfect. It's from Louis Pasteur. Pasteur is oh. who did the pasteurized milk, people will remember. And he said, a bottle of wine contains more philosophy than all the books in the world. <laughs> love it. I love it. Okay, yes. so we're, you know, we're a show about books, but I love this idea of a bottle of wine. All right. So what are we drinking today? All right, so as you know, today the theme is all about the bubbles because we ain't got no troubles. And thank you to everyone as we're celebrating Mother Earth Day. Today marks the 50th anniversary, not the 50th anniversary of the world, as we know that's like 50 (laughs) bajillion years old, but uh, as a celebration of Earth Day. And thank you to all the many people I know right now, the the hashtag stay home, hashtag you're making a difference, we're going to get through this. But actually, by all these people staying home, our air qualities have dramatically improved in this last I know. Month. Isn't that amazing? The air and the birds are back. The birds are singing. Oh, my God. We've been having so many contacts of conversations about the new birds. Um, side note, I guess, um, what do you call it? Not... Uh, Oh, God, the peacock. There has been wild peacocks in our neighborhood okay. <laughs> recently. Which, oh, my uh, gosh. They have the weirdest and the craziest sound. I mean, it's scary. It's like a baby screaming. Like, yes, it's like horrifying. <laughs> You're like, it's a child exactly. screaming in the background. But no troubles with that. They Literally, yeah. So, hashtag, thank you to this. And I just want to say, in Southern California, uh, Mama Earth is making herself known today. Last week, we were having all this rain, which um, fed the earth as it fed our grave, gave our soil that great nutrient shower. And today, here in Temecula, at one point, we reached 92. We're sitting at a comfortable 90 degrees right now. So what a better temperature than to pop something cold, cool, bubbly, and refreshing, my friends. I feel this is the true true day for it, um, if anything was going to be. So we are talking about on the show today, the liquid tickles, as I like to feel. And one thing, (laughs) let's just say, 
humans, we love bubbles. We love, we I love, love CO2. We, we love, there's just something about, um, I mean, even today, earlier, not to, to drop name brands, it has crossed out the name, but I was drinking just a sparkly water and just that little effervescent on my tongue. It feels good. That's, that's why, you know, people love beer. It's refreshing. It cleanses your mouth. It's those, as you get the liquid tickle, it, it's something in between. We actually at Donta Del Sol, a little shout out to them. Um, we, it's a palate cleanser in between that, you know, why use water? as I like to say, water is a different pH balance than your wine versus if uh, sometimes people want to drink water or they think, should I, what's the best, should I go, you know, sweet to dry to red? And it's also some confusing and they're like, oh shoot, I just messed up. I just drank a red and, and now I want to try a white. And our best recommendation is, whoa, swoop, stop the train. Let me pour you a little liquids and tickles, bubbles, no troubles. That that little ever a dry or a brute style. Oh my God, we're gonna get in the label of that. That's so confusing. But those little effervescent bubbles, it will cleanse you. It gets you ready for the next bite. I mean, this is why you know we. we it is the brunch drink of choice. We we celebrate. We bring in the new year with bubbles. We, we toast to grooms, and let's not forget what's up, Biggie and Snoop Dogg. Like drink champagne when we're thirsty. Like rap. <laughs> Like they sing about it. They create that lifestyle. So you see that name. I mean, there's there's a thing. I mean, that Crystal, I mean, also side note speaking, there's a reason why MC Hammer went into bankruptcy. There was a time in his life on a sprinkler, not a sprinkler, a mister system at his pad, his mansion pad, had Crystal, which, you know, it's like, oh, that's really not just, yeah. yeah. When I was telling this to my husband, his response was, wouldn't that be sticky? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but I was like, I you know it's like it's a lifestyle thing. Like, you know, everyone's doing it. So there is there is so much um oomph about it. We we put it on such a pedestal. But if you were to go to France, it is not just reserved for um the weddings, the brunch. This is your everyday. This is your aperitif. This go, you know, they have perfect pairings. And another side thing, um, tomorrow then in Instagram, Grazing Theory, Sam the Song, Bataille Winery are going to be doing a cheese and bubbly pairing. And I will add that well, that sounds I, good. I'll just say I I'm hopeless at that. And these people, they oh. know their they know their bubbles, they know their brie. And so what a perfect pairing. So another oh, and that's you know one thing I want to check on too of why we love the bubbles so much. There's a multi-billion dollar thing starting within the world right now. The whole seltzer corporation. You see it now, the um, Trulies, this whole mornings of spar of uh, you know, quote unquote hard sparkling waters, you know, the alcohol sparkling. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the hard seltzer. It's again, that's why we like, that's why Miller Lite calls themselves the champagne of beers. Hashtag not <laughs> at all. Like not champagne, champagne. <laughs> not champagne at all, but they want to create that. And so things, and honestly, so many information uh, that I'm going to share too. I just also want to give shouts to the, all those songs, the Madeline Paquette, the, the Karen um, McNeil's, all these um, wine people who inspire me with their words, because as we've touched on before, wine is so simple and so confusing. So in the last episode, we were kind of talking about those five characteristics about wine. You know, we got our sweetness, our acidity, our tannin, our alcohol, and our body. And some people, even though they say like, oh, I'm not a sweet person, let's face it, Americans like a teeny bit of sweetness. And they'd actually be kind of surprised if they saw the sweetness levels 
in their wine. And for the most part, I'm talking about um, quality, respectable, and this is even stuff you can get at the grocery store. No shame to that. It's stuff you can even get at the convenience store. You can pop into 7-Eleven and get this. Um, the, the sweetness level in wine, saying that you're not buying a wine, quote unquote, beverage, is coming from the residual sugar, the sugar that's left over. And all those daintily delicious little things, this is the confusing part. When you buy a wine in the sweetness level, if it's saying that it's dry, bone dry, that's going to be zero amount of sugar, zero of that. And then dry is, is one to 10 grams. There's that's, zero sugar when it says uh, dry. I mean, well, completely. So it has to be, sorry, it has to be under 0.9999. It has to be yeah. under 1%. But this okay. is talking about still wine and which is one of the first steps in to making the bubbly wine but for still wine it um, for it to say this is a bone dry wine or sorry bone dry would be under one percent and then dry would be from one to ten grams per liter but then you flip it around when we're talking so something i'm just say for all my friends and fam and all the champagne for my real friends out there when one of the most confusing things to say is for someone, I think if you have established that you're not a sweet drinker and you want to buy a dry wine, uh, typically when it comes to a standard wine, it will say on it if it's sweet in American wise. But when it comes to sparkling, you are going to go through a whole tizzy because dry actually means sweet and extra dry. Sorry, extra dry is sweet, but dry is real sweet. So, so. <laughs> That's confusing. That's really confusing. So, um, when you're so here's just little things. When you're at the grocery store looking for to purchase a bottle of wine, if it uh, excuse me, bottle of wine, a bottle of the sparkles, if it says brut, oh, also my uh, French friend here, I'm gonna be passing out some words that you little miss uh, graduates of the French university. Please feel free to jump in at any moment and correct my atrocious French as I attempt to pronounce some of these beautiful words. But I will say, um, in the scale of sparkling wine, so Brut Nature, which you're not going to see that often, and that's, that's going to be real, real dry. The most common you're going to see extra Brut, or Brut is a very common label. And we, we tend to think of, just know for all those quote unquote dry lovers of wine look for a brute if if you are you know a little bit more deeper in the wine scale look for an extra brute or brute nature even if you're feeling crazy maybe a pet nat traditional or ancestral method but um it'll go nature brute extra brute and then brute and then this is what i said it's going to throw you off if you see a bottle labeled extra dry extra dry means sweet and dry means more sweet, demi-sec means even more sweet, and dos means sweet, 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 sweet. Oh man, we are having a sweet sugar potty tonight. Yeah, so, yeah. That <laughs> so, uh, so one thing as uh, you're saying, so if all this, the, there's so many different things to it, but the, the two, when you're looking, purchasing sparkling wine, people often say, oh my God, I love champagne so much but um, they may actually not be drinking champagne. So let's just say, well, you've got your champagne, your cava, your Prosecco, your skip, which is German, which is very uh, similar to Prosecco. So and, what- and, and you might want to jump, well, you're probably going to say oh, tell it. Me, but, tell me, tell well, me, tell me. I was just going to say, 
and you can't really call sparkling wine champagne yes. unless it comes from the Champagne region in France. Oh, it has to yes. come from Champagne. Ah, yes, that is true. That is true. And <laughs> right. I say, I would say, um, oh gosh, what was it? It could be called. It could be. You could say it is the méthode traditionnelle, which means it's yes. the Champagne method that yes. you know, or the the, the méthode Champagne. Yeah. Yeah, you can do the champenoise, but otherwise, um, it can't be called champagne unless it's from champagne. And that was a rule that was made from the region of champagne, just like you can't call any wine Napa Valley if it's not from Napa Valley, right? hundred percent. You know, I used to think that was so because, because let's just say it as an overall champagne, as you just noted, that champagne actually whittles down to a very distinct, and that's why true champagne tends to be very expensive. Um, and also, the, as I say, the method, when people are like, why is it so expensive? So one, in France, there's a lot more rules. Um, also, fun fact, well, and those rules include the only three varietals that can go into this. This might be crazy. Yeah, you got your Pinot Meunier, Pinot Noir, what? That's a red grape. And Say what? Chardonnay. Chardonnay. But they are all related to one another. Um, and that, so that's the thing. In America, you can throw your this, your that. And not to hate on that. In America, we have a lot more creative freedom. And in France, they have very strict rules. That's what's created their, their culture. Also, I mean, there, there are so many things that go into it. And I'll say we had the most amazing experience Oh my gosh, was it six years ago? I, to be honest, I wish I was, I feel, even though it, that was only six years ago, I feel at this time in my life, I would experience it. Uh, I would appreciate it even more. To say a funny thing, uh, I am actually drinking today uh, my champagne out of Champagne Patrick Pognier glass. Um, there is a big story behind these glasses we acquired from a winery, from a champagne house in Champagne. That's all in France. Right. In France. Um, but as you're talking, it can only be called champagne. But the same thing, the same, the traditional method. If you just know, if you see a bottle that simply just labeled sparkly wine, it has achieved it just by carbonation. That's simply just by injecting carbon dioxide into the bottle. And another thing, if you are seeing something that says champagne for $3.99, I'm pretty much going to guarantee it is not champagne. And it is done in this injection method. And just as you touched on there, you might see things that say California champagne. Before this law was officially kind of set in, there were some people grandfathered in um, that can still say, call their sparkling wines champagne. But anything out of champagne, out of the region of champagne, um, we call sparkling wine. Just, just like basically right outside, right? Like basically the, the, your next door neighbor, but they, they're on the borderline, are um, the cremants. So, so something a little um, less expensive, but still equally different. If you see something that says Cremant on it, it's going to be done. And basically, I mean, they met, are, these are neighbors. And those are really good, the Oh, Cremant. my goodness. Some of my favorites. And also, yeah, things. if you see something that says Cuvée, all Cuvée just means blend. And as I mentioned before, that Champagne is typically a blend of three grapes. If you see something that says Blanc de Blanc, that means white of white. That's taking the white grapes and making the white grapes. As we touched on the last episode, the true color of wine only comes from the color of the skin. 
So that's why I might throw you off that you're thinking Pinot Noir, that's a red grape, but all the champagne I drink is clear. Um, if you see, what is it? The, oh God. You remove the, the skin, you don't have the red color. You just, you just have the flesh of the grape, which is like white. Blanc de, Blanc de Noir, the white from red, those mm -hmm. things. So, um, so anyways, go get, so there's the traditional method and as well as there's the tank method and the tank method also called the Charmant. Um, it sounds, it, it basically does very much similar to, but with the tank method, you do your first method. Then there's a second fermentation. Ba second fermentation just means it's fermented the second time. Um, then, um, then there's a pressurized tank, it's filtered and it goes in the dosage and that's an additional sugar thing. See how that was just quick, quick, quick. The champagne method goes through so much more. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I feel like I've talked enough about the methods. Let's get a little bubbles in our glass. Yes. So, uh, one thing here. Whoa. So first. You're going to pop it? Oh, I think you missed it. I popped it in. And that's another. Oh, so we should do a live video of if you um, safety first, my friends. I gave myself a black eye in college once by being like, I just can't. Oh, my goodness. As it popped into my thing. I didn't break oh. Goodness. Tap. <laughs> but when opening a bottle of sparkly one, let's um, also things too. if cold, 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 that's all I want to say. Cold, the colder, the better. Also, let's put a big X. Do not pop in the freezer. Or if you're going to do like 10 minutes max, you will destroy that bottle or destroy your freezer because the amount of pressure in this bottle, you are basically have the amount of pressure within a wheel that would be on your truck. And this is intense. So just imagine that popping into your face or to your friends. So what? So the colder and also, as you know, heat, as heat rises, it gets more intense. So that's why if a bottle is not quite cold, it will just boom. The, that's why in the sunshine, when you pop it, it pops so, so quick. So um, one thing, uh, let's say today, actually some bubbles arrived. If you are in the, and Jones in for the bubbles, a quick thing you can do is create an ice bath, is take a little bucket. If you don't have, um, you know, a, 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 an ice bucket per se for bubbles or champagne, just take a bowl, add water, add ice, put your bubbles and sparkles in for 20 minutes, continuously rotating, and you will get the most delicious coldness. You can't express. Oh, that's coldness. perfect. That's a great tip. So also too, swirl. I know, I know I am a swirl freak and I, there's no need. So the create the most beautiful thing. And we about are already Ooh. running Ooh. out of time. Huh. We have uh, uh, only three minutes left. So. How is there never enough time? All right. So let's just get in the tastes. Everyone's going to have the difference. I just poured some of this mum's root prestige cuvee coming from the Napa Valley. Nap mum's and Chardon. Um, there's a couple. Uh, I, I, that's what I have. I am press, I am doing a mum Napa cuvee M. And I'll uh, say, yeah. Made in the just, you know, I love mums. I love Chandon uh, also, which are Napa what? Valley. But they're, they're combinations of France and Napa Valley. Oh, and I wish you could see, man, so, so many things for so many. You know, the funny thing, when I, when I told my friend, Sam the Psalm, which please tune into her live show tomorrow, um, when I told her I was going to be talking about the bubbles and um, all these things, and she said, oh, my God, good luck with that. And I'm like, you're going to do that in 30 minutes? So, um, <laughs> but um, one thing just is something with, with uh, champagne, with bubbles, with Prosecco, I, honestly, I think it is the perfect pairing for any food. When you, if you are ever, my kind of parting words, if you're ever in a, um, 
a pinch or just really like you cooked a great meal or just like, oh my goodness, I didn't what to pair with this. I I need some alcohol. I need something people are going to like, but I don't want to, to not mix with my dish is to do a dry or AKA brute, not sweet, not don't look for the dry label, look for the brute. Um, a brute glass of sparkling wine, the, just those, that effervescent bubble is going to cleanse your body. It is, it is going to highlight your food. It's going to be an aperitif. It's going to be, it's going to feel celebratory. There is so many ways sparkling spices up your party, your day. Anyhow, just, just know, um, you know, when we talked last time about how there's the five, the five S's of wine tasting and, um, you know, your five senses. Well, I also like to include two of the, the sense of sound. Just think anytime you pop that bubble, even oh, if it's I love it. wine, just think across the room, you're in a restaurant and you hear, I, I can't tell you how many times in the winery I hear, everyone goes, yay. <laughs> you, know, you hear that sound. You don't think, oh, something bad must have just happened. You you know, even if you're having a bad day, you know, people are like, you know, shoot, we are just, you know, let's pop that bottle. Let's do it. That champagne instantly, it brings you back. It makes you, it makes you feel good. So I think it, it is that, it, you know, that little thing. It's that, the you know, perfect be- combination for anything. For so when in doubt, shout out. Shout out, we didn't out bubble out or a champagne. And if you can get a method traditionnel, that is the best. Okay, so give us our final our final words, Heather, on this bubbles to ease your troubles Earth Day. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. So so many things. Just as just as you're saying that there really is no the bubbles for every occasion. I think it brings people together. I think it is Oh, one, oh, one thing, bubbles and cake. If you are serving bubble, people want to serve it at your next, you know, at, at the cutting of the cake, do something slightly a little bit sweet. Match, uh, your food should be as sweet or sweeter. So you're just doing yourself a disfavor by serving that, not that dry, that brute style. Save that for the dinner, for the food. Start the meal. And I think for weddings now, start it with a toast. Start that champagne and maybe do a little sancerre, a little port with, with your dessert instead. Okay, um, well, I- we're going to do that. We're Hopefully we're going to do port on our fourth uh, Wine Wednesday So, Heather Brittany, thank you so much for bringing us Wine Wednesdays and with the bubbles today. And thank you all to all the listeners for tuning in to Star Style. We'll be with you every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Until next week when we celebrate again, remember love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. Heather, I'm going to let you just finish it off. Uh, I'm Cynthia Bryan. Heather Brittany, take it away. No matter, Brittany. Final, final words. Keep staying home, supporting your local businesses. Right now, Dons is also 35% off on bottles. Also, Messia de la Vina. We are celebrating our anniversary thing right now. There even is a Bubbles Wine Club. Okay. Well, we are finished for today. So thank you, Heather Brittany. Be here next week, everyone. Go to be the starur.org. Make it a fabulous week. Thanks from Star Style. Thank you to Voice America. And again, stay home and have a glass of bubbly. You've been listening to Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style Be the Star You Are. Ciao for now. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are
It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.